Victory week for the LSU Tigers uh, here in the Tigers Avenue. Going to discuss the, I mean, Zach, we're going to discuss the butt whooping that ensued on Saturday. Um, going to give a little recap on that. Uh, what a game. Uh, indeed, it was quite impressive. 41 to 14. LSU Tigers open up their SEC play. Uh, in dominant fashion, Zach. Uh, we'll get you a little around the college football world um, and then a little something extra to wrap things up. Zach, how are we feeling? How are we feeling after uh, this past weekend? Any any immediate thoughts? Uh, you know, man, it just sucks, man. I really wish we had a quarterback that could throw <laughs> downfield. No, I'm coming for the haters, man. Let me let me come for the hate. Matthew Brune, you're a hater, bro. Let me Matthew come for some Brune, man, name dropping. Golly, we making enemies. Billy, I'd, at Billy, I'd go. You're a hater, bro. <laughs> Whoa. I could call out more, but I'm going to stop right there. Because man, you know, we're making that. enemies on TA. Wow, unlike us. I didn't say they could be our. I didn't say they had to be our enemy. I said you're a hater. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. A hater. Um, I mean, there's more. I, I that was just like a couple people went back and forth. Oh, there's a on, there's uh, a lot more on Twitter. There's, there's a, lot a lot more. more. Let me tell you that. Listen, I don't know what else he's got to prove. What else do he have, does he have to prove, Reagan? The man went. I don't know. Quick, the man beat. Freaking Alabama last year and led you to the freaking <laughs> SEC West championship and led you to the led you to the SEC championship. You didn't win, but he led you there. And well, you weren't we expecting to. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a team effort. Bro, Jaden Daniels was like 75% or more. I, I'd have to go back and look at the numbers, but he was at least 70% or yeah. more of your offense last year. Get the frick out of here, man. You don't think – listen, and we were we were the ones that said it. We were the ones that said it, right? Does he, did he need to throw down more field – Yeah. Down the field more? Yes. Yeah. But we weren't the ones up in here saying that J.D. is a terrible quarterback, that he can't throw downfield, and that he needed to be replaced. Now, yeah. again, I want to make an emphasis here because – I am not saying that I think Garrett Nussmeyer is a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that I don't trust Garrett Nussmeyer. I'm not saying that I don't like Garrett Nussmeyer. I love Garrett Nussmeyer. I cannot wait for him to be our starting quarterback next year. 
and I'm looking forward to what the team is going to look like under Garrett Nussmeyer next year. But you cannot tell me that Jaden Daniels doesn't make this team better right now. Like right now, he makes this team better. He makes this team better. He was the reason you absolutely – I mean, along with Malik, along with Logan Diggs and 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 the defense performance, you know, stepping up, we're going to talk about that. He's the reason you went out absolutely. there and dominated Mississippi State. Okay? If you don't have Jaden Daniels, we don't know how the game goes. We don't know, right? You don't have the 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 escapability that, that Jaden Daniels have if he's not on the field. You don't have the, the – been able to get out of the pocket. I mean, <sighs> he made some big plays where he was able to get out of the pocket and scramble. He also made plays where the pocket was collapsing, and he stayed strong, stayed back, stayed back behind the line of scrimmage, found guys open, and and hit them right. Like I'm, t- I'm done. I'm done with it. This is my last time. I'm going to talk about it. Jaden Daniels. <laughs> He's the starter. Period. If you're not on the Jaden Daniels <laughs> bus, then I don't want to hear from you anymore. I don't want to hear from you. Don't don't come in our Twitter. Don't come in our DMs. <laughs> Don't don't mention me on Facebook. I don't care. I'm done. I'm done with you. I have nothing else. We have he has nothing else to prove. I have nothing else to debate because there is no debate, right? I'm gonna go back to 2019. Uh what's what's his face? Alex uh oh, what's his name? When he was like, there is really no debate on who's the best team in college football or who's the best team. I think ever. you're talking about Greenberg. Mike yes, Greenberg. 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 Uh, there, I, I'm I'm done arguing because there is no debate. Jaden Daniels is a <laughs> phenomenal quarterback. He is an elite quarterback. Guess what? Jaden Daniels is outdueling last year's Heisman currently. Currently, okay? I'll say that. It's it, it's early, right? Currently, yeah. he's outdueling dueling last year's Heisman. All right? I, I'm done. There is no debate. Jaden Daniels is this team's quarterback, and I am staying behind him no matter what. Okay, unless there is an absolute colossal fail, an absolute colossal fail, and this dude just becomes out of the world, out of this world, horrible, and he becomes not even Jake Daniels. He's not even himself. I'm behind this dude. Okay, so all you little nuts, buzz, nuts, hashtag nuts, <laughs> get out of here. Get behind this year's team. That's next year's team. Get behind this year's team because Jane Daniels is running this ship. Yeah. And I'm Okay, now I'm done. Yeah, and and I mean he's a leader. He's a leader. He's on a this leader. Team. He's very clearly a leader. Voted as a captain by all his teammates. Um, I think they've made a a pretty clear emphasis on him beginning to be this year a vocal leader. Whereas last year he probably wasn't. Uh, he was new to the team. Uh, he was a great quarterback last year. Obviously. Um, I mean, you see, you saw but, what Mason Smith said uh, on the LSU gold last year. He was a quarterback. This year, he's our guy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Last year, I mean, and, and you got to remember how how late it was whenever he was coming on. Like, you know, I mean, he was brand new to in the, the team, summer. right? Yeah, he was coming in, yeah, like, in the summer. Like, and so Mason, when he when he when he when he said that, it was it was perfect. Last year, he was our quarterback. This year, he's our guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, he's the leader of the team. Uh, I think that's very clear. Um, we finally got to see that that chemistry we were talking about between Malik and 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 Jaden finally work out. I, I mean, that is what we had saw. I, I feel like and been seeing and been hearing of the hookup between Jaden and uh, Malik Neighbors all off season fall camp. It, it just looked like it was special, and boy, was it special on Saturday. 
Um, Jaden Daniels, no question whatsoever, is the guy. He is the guy. Um, Zach, he, he might be the best quarterback in the SEC. He, and, and I would say he's leaning that way. He I'd is leaning that way. I would say it's between him and Dart. Now, I mean, you, you, you've got some guys out Dart. there. You've got some guys out there. Dart's a good quarterback, though. Yeah. You've got some guys out there that are good quarterbacks, like really good quarterbacks, but they don't have the team around them. Jaden has a team around him, right? Like, I think Will Rogers is a great quarterback. Um, he doesn't have the team around him, and he doesn't have Man. the offensive, uh, which we'll talk about that, but yeah. he doesn't have the offensive coordinator that is catering to his strengths, right? I think KJ is a good guy. Period. Jeez. I think I think KJ is a good quarterback too. I also think there's some struggle there between offensive coordinator and the scheme of what they're doing with K. Now, and he's been banged up. Listen, KJ's been banged up. Okay, but um, listen, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think he is debatably the number one quarterback in the SEC. Um, he's he's definitely top three. He's definitely top three, no doubt. Yeah, there's there's no question he's he's top three. I, I, I he, in my opinion, and and maybe I'm biased, but he's number one. Uh, I I like Dart. I, I like KJ Jefferson. I don't think they bring to the table what 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 Jaden Daniels does. Um, I just I really don't. I, I, Dart is, is a great. Uh, I mean, really great in the passing game. Uh, he's decent in the run game. Definitely not Jaden in the run game. Uh, yeah. KJ Jefferson has the run game, has the passing game. I think that Jaden is is more accurate than KJ Jefferson, uh, and he's more elusive than KJ Jefferson uh, in the run game. KJ also has the size in his favor, um, but. I mean, if you want to say KJ Jefferson, Jaden Daniels is one A, one B, but I don't know. I I, I really think Jaden's the best in, in in the entire conference, and I don't. I I think that will continue to prove itself throughout the season. Yeah, um, but Jaden's the guy, no doubt. Jaden is no question your guy. All right, Zach. Um, let's talk about the game. Uh, it was dominant from. I mean. Man, start to finish. Start to finish. It was absolutely dominant. Um, I, I was really surprised. Um, maybe, just maybe, Zach. Maybe, just maybe, the LSU loss to begin this year is exactly what LSU needed. Uh, maybe, just maybe, LSU is not a subpar uh, middle of the road team. Maybe, just maybe, Florida State is really that good. Um, and you had to play them week one. Um, look, not making excuses, but, and, and even that's what Brian Kelly said. Um, but we started 14, what was it like 14 transfers and, uh, or, or like 14 transferred played in that game and, uh, several that's freshmen. And so bunch of new people figuring, uh, Especially figuring it out. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was similar to the last year on the defensive side of the ball. You you were figuring it out on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, again, you didn't have Mason Smith. Um, uh, obviously, Harold Perkins was playing a new position, and your whole secondary has been remade and has got new players in it. So, um, I think as the season goes on, this secondary is going to continue to grow and continue to get better. 
Um, I think Denver Harris is definitely a starter. Uh, he looked great on Saturday. Um, but the defense of a, as a whole really took a step forward, uh, in my opinion. Uh, the offense took like three jumps forward. Uh, I mean, that was just – the offense gave you everything that we have been looking for on yeah. Saturday. Everything. Everything you wanted out of Jane Daniels, Malik Neighbors, everything you wanted uh, on, on pushing the ball, uh, getting into the end zone. I mean, uh, he gave you everything. I mean, he literally threw two touchdowns that were over – 25 yards. One of them may have been 22 yards, uh, but they were over 20 yards. I know the, uh, you know, fourth and seven, it was like a 36 yard touchdown pass uh, to Malik. Um, I thought Malik, I almost thought Malik had another one uh, on the sidelines when he caught the ball uh, on the one yard line. And then he had the other big pass that, that Jaden kind of put behind him. If he hits him in yeah. stride, Malik probably scores a third touchdown. Um, it, Regardless, though, he was wide open, and Jaden found him. Uh, and that is what we've been looking for. And, and man, it was just a, a dominance on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Logan Diggs, Caleb Jackson have seemingly separated themselves as the most obvious choice for running back one, running back two. Um, now, Josh Williams is going to continue to be used – because um, Caleb, according to Brian Kelly, has some things to work on in terms of uh, blocking and, and and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, man, is he electric with the ball in his hands. I mean, is he a force? Yeah. And, I, I mean, Zach, he looked like Lenny Jr. out there. Uh, 100%. Uh, truck sticking that guy. Exactly. I mean, when I when I saw him up close for the first time, like just in pads and like you know, like paws, like you know, like this dude's just like absolutely shredded coming out of his pads. I was like, He's huge. holy cow! Like this dude's eighteen. Like this dude, <laughs> I'm twenty six, and this dude could be my dad. Like holy moly! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's stout, and it, and it's pretty amazing considering he didn't play his senior year. You know, he had a leg injury. And sat he out his entire sure, high bro. school senior season. Uh, kept up with it. I'm. Sh- I, I know he was. He was here. Uh, um, you know, during the summer. So Jake Flint and them. I, I'm sure had him getting right. Um, man, he is a stud though. And Logan Diggs continues to prove that he is a stud. I mean, man, on that third down block that he laid, beautiful. I mean, absolutely beautiful. He was in the pocket with Jaden. The blitz came. He laid a block, and the guy hit the ground, and he, he didn't get back up. Yeah. He, he didn't get back up. Um, you you are seeing this team figure out who they are. Uh, you're seeing Brian Kelly and his coaching staff, you know, fit the puzzle pieces uh, that that really make this machine uh, work really well, and. I, I think we're going to build on it this Saturday. But, man, Saturday uh, against Mississippi State, it was so sweet. Zach, what are your, your thoughts, your highlights? Uh, there's a couple – there's there's one guy that I really want to talk about. Um, and maybe maybe you'll bring him up. There's one guy that I want to talk about. 
outside of who we've been talking about already with Jaden and Malik and Logan. And yeah. there's one player that needs to be on the field a whole lot more. Zach, go ahead. Go ahead, though. I know exactly who you're referring to, but I mean, for me, the biggest thing was the defense. Um, you know, the defense, we were really concerned about it, especially, you know, in regards to the second half um, of the uh, Florida State game. And also, I mean, the first few drives of the Grambling game. I mean, it just didn't look good. I mean, and it was very concerning. The secondary, as we know, looked um, very suspect. And uh, that kind of was proven against Florida State in the second half and early on in the Grambling. You didn't see any of that, Reagan. You didn't see any of that in this game. Why? Right. Why was that, Reagan? Was it because they were great? I think yes, but I think it's also a combination of what we listed as one of the biggest TA tools for triumph, which is getting after the quarterback. And LSU Absolutely. got after the quarterback. I think they Absolutely. had, what was it, four sacks on the day as we're scrolling through. Yep. Uh, Harold Perkins had a sack. Makai Wingo had a sack. Major Burns had a sack. I know Savion Jones. There it is. Savion Jones had a sack. So, yeah, four total sacks on the day. Um, and you had and a you were total. pressuring him. I mean, you were yes, pressuring him. and there was a lot of pressures as well. You had seven uh, TFLs. I mean, you were aggressive, and you got after the quarterback, and that is only going to help your where your weakness is, which is in the secondary. I, as you mentioned, I thought uh, I thought Denver Harris. You know, when you don't hear their name mentioned a whole lot as a as a corner, that's usually a good thing. You know, unless yeah, there's a turnover a and they got an interception. <laughs> like when you don't hear their name mentioned, and I don't hardly ever remember hearing Denver Harris' name mentioned. I don't ever remember really seeing the ball passed on his side. Now there was a times that there was a few times that Zai Alexander got beat. Um and I think you know he's gonna work through that. But Zai Alexander also made some good plays. So I think the corners are kind of coming along now. I was really excited to get to see some young guys like Ryan Yates step up and made some big plays. Yep. Um, Andre Sam was flying around the ball, Reagan. Andre yeah, Sam, outside of the, the freshman, which I'll let you talk about, that was really impressive. The, probably the most impressive defender, you know, outside of the usual suspects to me was Andre Sam because he was flying around. He is almost as, as sure of a, a tackle as there is, man. I mean, if, if he is, <sighs> yeah. if he is on the ball carrier, man, that that dude's going down. Like, um, I thought the tackling was really good. We had, we, you know, there wasn't many was times that I saw where LSU mate took bad angles or you know they were trying to tackle with their shoulder or, or you know yeah. just trying to knock a guy over. Like they were, they did were very disciplined in wrapping up. I mean, the defense made some massive strides strides this weekend, and you know. Is part of that because maybe it was Mississippi State? Yeah, maybe. We're going to find out as the season goes along um, more about this defense. But I think they took a major, major step up this this weekend. And uh, that was the most uh, comforting thing for me to see was that after, you know, they had been, you know, they, they had a really rough second half against Florida State and a really bad first quarter against Grambling. And a lot of people were talking about this defense and talking about the secondary and, you know, just all those different things, like they took a massive step in a positive way this weekend. Um, also, you kind of got to see Harold Perkins um, be able to be himself a lot more. Um, yeah. He was filling up the stat sheet. I mean, he had a pass. He had a pass breakup uh, on a shot that they took to the corner of the end zone. 
Uh, Harold, Par- I would I would like for him to get turned around, you know, but you know, I, I'm not going to blame yeah. him. He's yeah. he's not a corner, you know. He doesn't have. He to still made the skills. boy though. Still made the but play. he still, you know, he, he saw the ball, <laughs> but yeah, he saw the ball arrive and he got his hand there and uh made the def- deflection. So, you know, made some good plays. He obviously had the sack. Um, he had a lot of pressures. Um, you know, I would like to see him. It seems like a lot last year, there was a lot of times last year that he was able to get around his blockers. We're not seeing that as much this year. Um, and maybe that's because you know, obviously, teams have done a lot of uh, film study on him and have been able to uh, counteract that a little bit. But I, I do believe uh, that as he progresses, you're going to continue to see him uh, get better and better and be more like the Harold Parkins that we saw last year. So, but um, outside of that, Reagan, I think the biggest thing that we want to talk about, not probably not the biggest thing, but one of the biggest things that we want to discuss is the emergence of Wit Weeks. Without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Wit Weeks was, um, man, I, it's hard to say the highlight of, of the day. Uh, I, I'll say for defensively, Wit Weeks was the highlight of the day. Um, man. I can't disagree there. I thought Andre Sam had a phenomenal game, but I can't yeah. disagree with you. Uh, Andre Sam, it, it felt like the dog was let out the cage a little bit with Andre. And it was like what we've been hearing about Andre. Finally, you kind of got to see that. Um, it, Saturday, it felt like the intensity was turned up. Finally, uh, yeah. that 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 LSU edge that we're used to on defense, it was there. That you know that 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 dog in them was was there. It was present. You know, yeah. uh, you know, we, between the white lines, it, it was it was like. We were aggressive and attacking, and we let them know about it a few times too. Um, you know, obviously we don't want to go too far and be penalized in that, but it was you finally saw, you know, like there was a screenplay I think that that happened, and Perkins got the TFL, and the guy stood back up. Perkins was right there in his face, and about four other guys, <laughs> LSU players. I think it was like Denver Harris and Whit Weeks. And maybe Major Burns, they all just stood around him. Like I want to see a still photo of that exact moment. It was yeah, like was cool. okay, I was like it was kind of like that moment was like all right, they're 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 here now. Like yeah. they, the the dog has been let off the leash. Um, but man, Whit Weeks was phenomenal. Uh, he is your tackling leader for the day, man. He had eight tackles. Um, and the stat sheet doesn't really, I feel like, show all that he did. Um, uh, he, he has a s- suddenness to him, a quickness to him. Uh, he was sent on a delayed blitz at one point. Um, he was sent. On, <laughs> he was sent on a on a delayed blitz at one point. Um, he shot the gap. Uh, with really aggressive speed, and he wasn't able to get the sack. Um, but Will Rogers, Will Rogers was able to get the ball out. But Wit laid a hit on on him. Um, he he was flying around the field. Uh, he was active as anybody, um, and it was very evident that Wit Weeks. Um, needs to be on the field 
in a in a regular ba- like on a regular basis. Um, I was I was letting you get you know, switch back around there, Zach. <laughs> but um, Whit Weeks uh, needs to be on the field uh, on a regular basis. Now, I, I mean, there is no excuse uh, to leave him off the field. I, I love Omar Spates. Uh, I, you know, maybe he's been playing injured. Maybe he's uh, um, not been a hundred percent. Um, but regardless, um, Whit Weeks needs to play more. When when Omar gets healthy, uh, do I say that you start Whit Weeks over him? I, I'm not sure. Um, obviously, I'm not the head coach, but if he keeps playing like that, I, I don't see why not. I don't see why at some point he doesn't start. Um, I know also Brian Kelly really, really likes uh, Greg Penn uh, from a leadership standpoint. Greg Penn, uh, according to, to BK, uh, always is making sure guys are lined up, always making sure uh, that they're in the right position, uh, uh, making sure they're in their gaps correct, and um, is a very clear vocal leader on the field. Um, so it's going to be really hard to try and put Whit Weeks in over Omar or Greg Penn, but at the same time, you may find yourself in a situation where uh, the freshman is just that good, you can't keep him off the field. That's where you found yourself last year with Harold Perkins. Every time he was on the field, he was doing something great. He was doing something incredible, uh, making plays happen, uh, wreaking havoc, and Whit Weeks was doing that Saturday, and he was doing it with relative ease. And for his size, he was moving swiftly uh, along the line. And, man, it just seems like every linebacker that puts the number 40 on, uh, just something clicks. Uh, maybe we need to start handing out the the jersey <laughs> number 40 uh, every every year to a linebacker because, geez, I, I mean, Devin White, uh, Harold Perkins last year, Whit Weeks this year. It's like, man, they, they get on the field when they wear that number 40, you know they're a good linebacker. And, and man, he proved that uh, uh, this Saturday. The defense as a whole, though, played far better. It was their best game. Um, I was really glad to see Major Burns get into action, got him a sack. Um, but another freshman, obviously Whit Weeks had the greatest day in terms of freshman. Um, Caleb Jackson had the flashy play with the, the truck stick, but overall game definitely went weeks. Ryan Yates though was was used in some, you know, obviously uh, Greg Brooks uh, was was out for the game, and uh, therefore Ryan got got more play time, um, and and I really liked what I saw from from Ryan. Uh, he was. Uh, it, it seemed like he was always in the right spot. Uh, they even sent him on a few blitzes, a few corner blitzes, uh, and, and he was he was getting there. He was almost getting there a couple times. And so, man, this freshman class seems to be really talented and maybe a few guys that you're going to see on the field way more often. Uh, Greg Brooks, we already know, is, is out um, for, for the yeah. next game as well against Arkansas. Um, so you're you're going to see more of Ryan Yates, 
and we have to see more of Whit Weeks. Zach, I know you were uh, uh, having a conversation. <laughs> you do you yeah. want to give your your thoughts on on Whit Weeks? I've kind of exhausted it, but if you want to give <laughs> yes. kind of your impression of it. Sorry about that. Dad came in and uh, surprised me with some uh, Chick Fil A. So uh, thankful for that. But anyways, awesome. uh, yeah, I mean, I was a little nervous, um, you know, obviously, because, you know, Omar Spates has a ton of experience. Um, Absolutely. You know, he's a he's an All-American out of the Big Big 12. Um, and also Pac-12. like. Pac, yeah, I'm sorry, Pac-12. Or, he's came from Oregon State, uh, yeah. which doesn't even exist anymore. But anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a very experienced player. He's an All-American out of the Pac-12. And, you know, you got a young guy, freshman. So, I mean, there's, you know, I was like, okay, cool. Like, when I heard there was, that Whit Weeks was going to get a lot of playing time, I was like, okay, awesome. But I also knew that there that there was a lot of people that were really high on Whit Weeks, like like really high on Whit Weeks, that thought uh, high, very highly of him. And, yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know, I know. Right? <laughs> I know um, but there's been, a, there's been a ton of people that – have really liked what they have seen from Whit Weeks yeah, in fall camp and, and coming out of high school. And, you know, they had that big first down conversion on the very first play of the drive, and then the very next play they run um, an outside handoff uh, towards the left tackle, and Whit Weeks comes and just blows it up, right? Absolutely. Uh, and, and, I mean, Woody Marks is a good running back, and Whit, Whit, Whit Weeks came out of nowhere and, and, and didn't let him go anywhere. So he bottled it up uh, for sure. Yeah. So and I mean he led your team in tackles. And so to, to say that out of a freshman, I think it, you know, for a first game and your very first start, <laughs> and it's on the road in the SEC, and you go out there and you play phenomenally it's and you also yeah. lead the team in tackles. I mean, that's a that's a statement. That's a statement to this staff. It's a statement to the fans, like, hey, I'm here. And uh, I deserve some more playing time. And I think you're going to see that. You're going to see a lot more playing time for him. Um, Ray, to transition a little bit, because uh, I don't know if you mentioned it while I was talking to Dad or while Dad was talking to me. Um, another player we haven't mentioned on defense is Greg Penn. Greg Penn has been getting a lot of action. You heard yeah. uh, what BK said about him in th- this this past week. Uh, in these past couple of days, and how he's pretty much like he's become the the leader. Like he is, yeah. he is the, the person that, as far as getting the team ready before yeah. the snap, like he is the team that he is the person that gets the team set, knows where everybody's supposed to be, uh, knows what the play call is. Like he he is the one that is getting the troops together and prepared for battle. Um, and Brian Kelly said himself, "We are at our best when Greg Penn is in the rotation." So. You're going to see Greg Penn a whole lot. I mean, he is going to be on the field the majority of the snaps with, you know, guys like Witt and West and Omar um, subbing in as well. But that's encouraging because we knew he he had a pretty good season last year, and it seems like he is on track to have an even better season this year so far in these first three games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, He he spoke really highly of Greg, so I'm – I'm excited to see what he can do as as a leader. Um, but you, you definitely saw him in the absence of Omar this past Saturday. It, it was very evident uh, that, that that he was kind of the guy out there kind of being the captain uh, for the defense. 
It looks, uh, and, that's, regular, and that's what he's supposed to be. He's he's in the middle of the he's been in the middle of the field. He's the middle linebacker. He's supposed to be look, that. Wh- how much does it speak to this the depth of this team when you have two of your two of the most experienced guys? Yeah, Greg Brooks yeah. out and Omar Spates out, and this team seems like it didn't even skip a beat. Not only didn't did it seem like they didn't skip a beat, it seems like they took a step forward, right, uh, defensively. So, yeah, I mean, there was nothing but good things, really, to speak about this weekend. I mean, the only thing that, you know, was kind of disappointing, a couple things that I that I saw that were a little disappointing, um, this hasn't been mentioned hardly at all. I think it's a little concerning. I think it's too concerning, but it's it's. I think it's worth mentioning. Um, I, I'll, I'll get to that. Let me go to this first. One of the concerning things, obviously, was the kick returns. You've got to be able to get the ball – you got to be able uh, to, to kick yeah. the ball out of the, yeah. out of the end zone. Uh, Nathan Dybert's got to be able to get it out of the end zone consistently a little bit more because our it's obvious that our kick return unit is is not great, good, not great. Um, yeah. There was too many times that we allowed a really good return, and I understand states guys they're good, they're good kick returners. Yeah, uh, that's what I was about returners. to say. He's the guy who's returning kicks Saturday is, is the best in the country. So and I mean, I'll give him a little bit of a break, but. But it's got to be better for sure. It's got it's got to get fixed a little bit there. Uh, you got to have better coverage. The other thing that I was going to mention uh, that I was saying it hasn't been that I haven't heard mentioned anywhere is you took some really early timeouts and you wasted all three of your timeouts really yeah. really early. And a lot of that was because you just <laughs> I don't know if it was just because you didn't get, they didn't get the play in on time or they didn't Jaden didn't get the the offense set on time but there was a couple of times you were, your clock was winding down you were getting near the the end of the clock and you had to take a timeout. Um, you really want to save your timeouts to when you're near the end of the half and LSU kind of had a chance there at the end of half if they wanted to take it. Now I was okay with them not taking it, but they got the ball back with 50 seconds left. They didn't have any timeouts because they had already used all of them. Um, if you have two timeouts, potentially all three of your timeouts, then does Brian Kelly decide to take the chance there? I think he would, but he didn't have his timeouts. And you're getting the ball in the second half. You're dominating them. Why risk a turnover? Let's just go ahead, run it out, go to half. Understand that. But if you have the timeouts, I think that completely changes Brian Kelly's mind of yeah, potentially sure. trying sure. to get down the field, maybe give Ray, uh, Ramos a chance at a long field goal, you know, which we ha- he hasn't had a whole lot of chances with this week. He's been uh, solid, me, He's been solid. He's been, he's been solid, but I think he probably needs some some tougher uh, distances, you know, prob- between – Hasn't the, had the to be challenged, yeah. He hasn't, hasn't really, really had to be challenged yeah. yet, you know. I mean – on, on one of the hashes, having to kick have a kicking field goal from one of the hashes, one of those things. I think in game, those are some of the things, you know, if you get the opportunity you want to work on because you have the potential to be in some really close games this year. You know, when you go to Oxford, potentially this weekend against Arkansas, uh, when you go to Tuscaloosa, I mean, you're going to have some potentially close games this year where it may come down to a field goal and you want to have confidence that your kicker can be consistent between 40 and 50 yards and on and from hash to hash. You you want you you want to have that. So, you know, I would have liked to see there be a little bit better, you know, management with the timeout so that potentially you get a chance there. 
to either drive and score more or give Ramos a chance. And that's not being talked about. I think it's something to be mentioned. I don't think it's a huge concern, but I think it's something to be mentioned. Um, have we talked about the offense, Reagan? I mean, holy cow. Malik Neighbors is arguably – I mean, <laughs> yeah. he is one of the best wide receivers in the country. Um, I think he made a statement this weekend, and he has the potential. If he keeps having games like this, he could potentially be easily, easily in the running for the Blitnikoff. Um, Jaden Daniels, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he easily could be in New York. Uh, Kern Dog said JD5 keeps playing like this. Uh, he will be in New York at the end of the year, and LSU will be in the college football playoff. Uh, also, y'all have to excuse no me. I've been, dealing, I've been dealing with a cold, so as you can tell, I'm a little stuffy. So forgive me on that. I, I was <laughs> sick yesterday, didn't go to work. I'm dealing with some sinus crud and, and stuffiness. So if I sound weird, um, that is why. But anyways, yeah, you Reagan, sound weird. The off- you sound weird. <laughs> the offense uh, was phenomenal, it was awesome. Reagan. Yeah, it was, it was everything you great. wanted it to be. I know you mentioned this already, but it seems like the top two guys in the running back room have really emerged out of Logan Diggs. It seems like Logan Diggs is your bell cow, and Caleb Jackson is kind of that guy you bring in with fresh legs. Um, seems, seems like John Emery is going to get some touches. Josh Williams is going to be, again, just kind of that, like, when you need it, when you need – a yard when you when you need your most trusted back, that's going to be Josh Williams, right? Um, seems like John Emery is going to have opportunities to get uh, some plays out of the backfield uh, in the receiving game. We haven't seen which weird, Reagan. We haven't seen Trey Bradford since the yeah. opening game, uh, since yeah. really the first quarter of that that opening game. I mean, he scored the first touchdown for LSU this season. He he, yeah. he was <laughs> yeah. he was the first one to touch the ball outside of. Uh, Charles Turner and Jaden Daniels on the snap exchange. Like, he was the first one to touch the ball, had a massive, massive play. Like, haven't seen him at all since then. Yeah, I think the emergence of Logan Diggs and Caleb Jackson really has something to do with that. I, I mean, I, I don't I don't see why running back one isn't Logan Diggs and running back two isn't Caleb Jackson. I, I mean, I know I really – like, I get – they're going to do the running back by committee, but I, you really need to feature Caleb Jackson and Logan Diggs more than, than anybody. Uh, I'm okay. I'm I'm totally okay with bringing Josh Williams in for when you need him, and or or the other guys need a rest, or you need to get a down, or you need to get a block, or whatever it may be. I'm totally fine with that. John John Emery too. Um, but man, you've you've got to feature Logan Diggs and Caleb Jackson in this offense. There, there's just no excuse. There, there's no excuse to not to. Um, when you give the ball to Logan Diggs, it seems like he always falls forward for an extra three yards. He always is going forward. You, you did. I, you just have not seen Logan Diggs go back yet. You haven't. Hey, there was a play, Reagan, and we discussed this during the game, and I mentioned it. I mentioned it to y'all. There was a play where he got stood up at the line. He, he he turned around, he did a 180, put his back to the line, and started digging his heels in, you know, driving back. back, yeah. Like, you know, with his feet. Um, digging his feet in and driving backwards. Um, because, I mean, he got, held, he got held up at the line, and he turned around and just started driving backwards. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Logan Diggs definitely needs to get the ball more. Um, I, and like you said, I understand it's going to be a runabout by committee. I understand there's very limited, um, 
you know, carries that are, are going to be had there. And, and I do believe that Jaden Daniels is going to be your feature, you know, your main guy, run, you know, rushing and your main guy that's going to be having the bulk of the yardage uh, when it comes to rushing. But Logan Diggs, Kelly I'd Jackson, rather be Logan Diggs, yeah. <laughs> rather yeah, it be I feel that like way. I'd rather it be that way because how many times did Jaden Daniels get popped uh, this weekend? God, in the state? I mean, slide, get, get out of bounds. Good time. night. Yeah, I mean, you had, the, call. you had the really big targeting. I mean, which again, I, don't, I didn't think it was targeting, but uh, I mean, it was targeting by definition. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't like the targeting. Uh, the rule needs to be like, changed. I didn't like the call, but anyways, um, I mean, he got popped really, really hard, and there was a couple of times he got popped, and like, dude needs to slide, dude needs to get out of bounds, <laughs> dude, dude needs to stop jumping in the air, like you're not. Look, all hey, the above. We love you. We understand you're extremely. Athletic. We need you healthy. We understand you're an elite, elite runner. But and you're trying last, to get every yard you want to. Yeah. The last thing that I want to happen is you get injured, and then all these Nuss Bus fans are going absolutely berserk because here comes Nuss. Like, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't deal with that, Jaden. So there, there's you know. no, there's no way the Nuss Bus is is still chugging after this. Do, do me a favor, Jaden. You know, slide, yeah. get out of bounds. You know, it'd be much appreciated. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. All right, Zach. Uh, I think we've we've covered everything. I, I could talk about this game all day. It was everything oh, sure. we, you app. It was everything you wanted it to be, uh, LSU yeah. fans. So you got to be happy with what you saw uh, on Saturday. With that being said, with with that being said, watching this LSU game uh, and then watching what else is going on around college football, yep. you really like. You really like where LSU is right now. Uh, so we'll talk about that when we get back uh, right after this break. Uh, uh, Zach, run that thing. <laughs> Five-star hero. Your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. All. Um, Zach LSU obviously has the dominating performance 41 to 14, but man, there were some other things around college football that, as an LSU fan, you're like, mm, mm. yeah, this still can be a very special season. Yeah, um, Zach, first and foremost, uh, you have to talk about what went down in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> with Alabama and South Florida. That, by far, is the most, I, I don't even know what to call it, uh, dumbfounding games I have ever seen coached by Nick Saban. Ever. Yeah. Was that was rough. crazy. That that was so unique. It was It was weird. Which, you know, if Jalen Milrow gets the ball in that game, I really think, you know, you probably have Absolutely. more of a game 
where, you know, it's, it looks way more comfortable when people aren't even talking. Like If Jalen Milrow yeah. gets the ball in that game, I don't think people are even talking about this game at all. Yeah. But they, I think Saban wanted to make a point of going out and trying out these guys because Jalen Milrow has been inconsistent. He's been – He's been an okay quarterback. He hasn't been great by any means, that is for sure. Right. Um, right. So you, you, some people have been saying that this was, you know, a statement by Nick Saban to, <laughs> you know, kind of show Tommy Reese, like, okay, we tried your guy, we, you know, and, and it's not working. Now you need to figure out what you're – now you need to – you know, Jalen Milrow is my guy. Figure out what to do with him. You know, like figure out the best way to work this offense sure. around Jalen sure. Milrow. Um, and honestly, that's that's gonna have to be what what Alabama does. They don't have a lot of you know a lot of you know elite players on the outside, you know at wide receiver. I mean, Jermaine Burton's a pretty good guy. There's other guys. Um, Isaiah you Bond, Bond yeah, you got Isaiah yeah. Bond and uh, some other guys out there that are pretty good. Um, you know, the running back room is not as elite as it was before. I mean, Rodell Williams is pretty good. Um, you know, McClellan's solid. McClellan's McClellan solid. is pretty. McClellan is pretty good as well. But like, it. It's not they're just not to. what they used to be. They're just not what they used to be. And honestly, Jalen Milrow might be your best athlete on that offense. Uh, so you know, why in the world would you, you know, take him out? Um, and you know, some people were saying, you know, I see Ryan put it in there. Was there a potential that Milrow was unofficially suspended? Potentially, maybe. Um, you know, we saw him really cheering on the sidelines and rooting on his teammates. Is that because he's a really good, just a really good, you know, you know, sportsman and and a really good teammate? Good teammate or is that yeah. because, or is that because he knew he was suspended and and he knew he already had the job, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And he didn't have to worry about it. He could just kind of root on his teammates. And you're like, hey, good job. You know, I'm not in this game, but good job, you know, Tyler. You know, good job, Ty. You know, right. whatever. Um, that's a good. That's a good point that that Ryan makes. I, I'm not sure, but um, either way, yeah, it didn't look good, Reagan, at all. We'll see how the rest of the year plays out for Bama. They have a really big test this weekend against Ole Miss. I think we're going to find out who the true Bama is this weekend. Whenever yeah, they play I Ole Miss. And I think yeah, you'll find I'm, out who the true Ole Miss is when they find when they play Bama this weekend. Right, I'm I'm definitely going to be tuning into that game for sure. Uh, that has a lot of implications on how the West is going to play out. So definitely going to be watching uh, that game for sure. Um, I mean, if you're, I mean, if Bama loses this weekend, Ole Miss, you're probably looking at the SEC championship going down in Oxford. Like, yeah, like really. Um, West being decided, yep. Yeah, and being decided in Oxford. Um, I don't really think A and M is going to be in that mix. That's really your only other threat, but I, I, I don't think so. Um, well, you also, I mean, but Milrose definitely the guy. There's yeah, no Milrose question. the guy. Um, which you know, in speaking of the SC West, I think we'll we'll, we'll talk about it more in depth next arc next Friday about Arkansas. Um, but obviously Arkansas took a mat, you know, big loss this weekend to BYU. Um, yeah. that was kind of surprising, you know, especially how that game started. They jumped out 14 nothing just like like that. 
And so yep. you were expecting a dominating game, and then Arkansas just let BYU hang around. And BYU is <laughs> not a good team. They're just not. Um, I mean, they're an okay team, you know. Uh, I think they're like 116th or something like that nationally off in offense. They have a pretty good defense nationally. I think they're like 50th. But overall, just not a great team. Um, and so Arkansas got beat. You know, LSU's going to have to really hone in and not try to look, overlook that game and look to Ole Miss. Yeah, but sure. Arkansas had a rough weekend. Um, Georgia had a really rough start against South Carolina. They ultimately kind of dominated that second half uh, and were able to figure some things out offensively. You know, maybe maybe that helps Georgia get going a little bit here, but I'm still not impressed with Georgia. Tennessee no. goes to the swamp. I thought Tennessee was going to be able to come out of the swamp with a with a win. They went to the swamp and got too. handled. They got handled. I mean, my, I my thought it was close. destroyed. Yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest. Like, I thought, I thought that game would be close, and I thought, I really thought Tennessee would come out victorious. But man, they got absolutely too. handled. And I don't, th- I don't necessarily think. It's because, you know, like Florida's like, okay, Florida, you know, had, had a rough week one. Now look at them. I think it's really just because that was two teams that are that are good teams but not not great teams. And it was just – Maybe even know, okay teams. <laughs> maybe even okay – just okay maybe, teams. Maybe Florida's, an, maybe Florida's a decent team. <laughs> maybe Florida is a little bit better than we thought and maybe Tennessee's really not near as good as we thought they would be, right? Um, yeah. So, again, it's still early. We're still finding things out. But where you sit right now, LSU looks really, really good. I mean, shoot. Uh, and where when you go nationally, I mean, you had some, you know, you think about Texas. Texas, after coming off the big win against Bama, struggled against Wyoming. That game was – Losing at half in Texas. Yeah, that game was 10-7 to 7 at half, uh, which ultimately Texas ended up pulling away. Florida State What does that say about survive. Alabama? What does that say about? Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I that's Texas the first thing game. I said. What does that say about Bama? Um, yeah. We don't know. It may just been a little bit of a you know hangover from the Bama game for Texas. Maybe we'll so. find out. Maybe so. Um, Florida State had to really scratch away, uh, scratch scratch off a win with uh, going you know going to Boston College, and I understand that was a a big emotional game for them. It was the red bandana right. game. So I understand, you know, uh, there was a lot of emotion behind that for Boston college. Maybe that was just part of Boston college playing up for that game. And maybe Florida <laughs> state, you know, kind of sleepwalking a little bit there, but you know, yeah. Florida state had to survive, uh, you know, that this past weekend, you also had, you know, Colorado, Colorado state. I, I fully expect the Colorado to go in there and absolutely demolish Colorado state. That did not happen. It took double overtime, for Colorado to beat, in my opinion, a bad Colorado State team. Um, So maybe the hype around Colorado is diminishing a little bit. Now you got to go to Oregon. Um, Or do they host Oregon? Is it to Oregon? They go to Oregon. They go to Oregon, and then they come back home for USC. Yeah, so that's – I mean, that's brutal, man. Um, So we'll see. Maybe that hype train – Maybe that hype train comes down a little bit. We're about to find out. But anyways, Reagan, yeah, around college football, man, the, um, after this weekend and after what we saw out of the SEC teams, out of what we saw nationally, seems like not only the SEC, but nationally seems like there is still a lot of, you know, <coughs> figuring out. A lot of unknowns. Uh, that's going to be yeah. happening. A lot of unknowns. 
you know, kind of feels like an anomaly. You didn't, we really don't, I mean, I really, Reagan, I don't, I mean, even I would say Florida State, but even after this weekend, I'm like, I don't know if there's a team that is like one team that's just really separating themselves, uh, you know, above, like after the, after maybe week Michigan, one, maybe, maybe Michigan, Michigan, maybe. Um, haven't, re- haven't been really tested though. Like last year though, like after week one, like you were going, Georgia's really freaking good. Like, yeah. Georgia is yeah. probably going to go undefeated um, until they hit the SEC championship, and maybe they get they get tested there. Like we were saying, like Georgia is going to be back in the college football playoff pretty easily, um, and that's ultimately what happened this year. You know, I don't think uh, there really there's a lot of questions. It could be a 2007 type year. I don't know. We're going to find out, dude. There, there's one that that you're going to get some answers this weekend. Notre Dame has looked really good under Sam, with Sam Hartman being there. Sam Hartman is a really good quarterback and has elevated Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to play Ohio State. Ohio State has not looked that impressive. They haven't played um, anybody. Haven't really been tested. So I think you, that's another game that you're going to look to to maybe answer some questions for them. I, you know – uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I don't think people are going to like it, though. Um, I know LSU fans aren't going to like it, but Notre Dame, I think, wins that game. And I, I think Notre Dame is a legitimate college football playoff uh, uh, contender this year. Um, under Sam Hartman, they are – Sam Hartman just is that guy. Like He's really, really good. He was really yeah. good at Wake Forest, transferred to Notre Dame, and I was like, dang. Like that is a really good transfer that they picked up, and yeah. he's proven it. He's proven it. I, I think Notre Dame beats them this weekend. Yep, we're gonna find out. All right, Reagan. Well, I think we've gone around college football. Let's just wrap up a few more things here, and then we will sure, close sure. out the show. Um, so LSU, uh, outside of you know f- the football um, side of things with LSU, LSU has recently landed two pitchers. Um, uh, on far as far as the baseball front goes, LSU more uh, landed Maverick Ritzy, who is the number one player out of Massachusetts, right-handed pitcher, and they also landed uh, the junior college pitcher uh, Connor Ware, who is also just a stud. Uh, so LSU continues to build their pitching staff. Um, and look for that to continue. Seems like Jay Johnson is just really, really focusing a lot on, on these last, I mean, last year, obviously bringing in Paul Skeens and, um, you brought in Nate Ackenhausen, you brought in some other guys and you, you know, you kind of solidified some guys coming back that, you know, obviously you, you had Thatcher Hurd as well. Like, it seems like Jay Johnson is like really, really focusing on pitching, which is good because LSU doesn't have issues getting the skill position player guys, uh, and, and you know in no. regards to baseball, like they really don't have issues with that. Um, so it's always been, in at least in our years watching, it's been pitching. It's been the pitching. Um, you've had good, you know, pretty good weekend guys, um, but it's been like the bullpen has always been, you know an issue at times for LSU in the years that we've been watching them. So seems like Jay Johnson's trying to sure up uh, this pitching staff and yeah. um, get, get another righty, get another lefty. I mean, golly, LSU is going to be about 50, 50, about, you know, 
with these with all these righties and lefties coming. I mean, next year they're going to have more lefties than they will righties. But holy cow, that's insane. Um, so just some news on the baseball front. Just a little, uh, some other Zach, news. a little, a little tidbit on on Connor Ware. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, but he's 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 coming from Pearl River Community College. Yep. Uh, yep. Down there, close to our family. Um, and I don't know if y'all know this or not, but he is brothers. He, well, not brothers. He is uh, the brother of Bryson Ware, uh, Auburn, one of Auburn's best players. Um, yep. So, I mean, think about that. Think about Jay Johnson. Uh, being able to pull this guy away from another SEC program where his brother played, um, right. and and he's also another left-handed pitcher and, and really good. Um, but yeah, I, I I found that interesting the fact that he was able to land Connor and and not go to Auburn. So yep. So kind of some news there on the baseball front in these last couple of days with two pitchers committing. Um, also, Reagan, you mentioned it a little bit, Greg Brooks. You know, we're, things are kind of still up in the air with him as far as, you know, what's going on, you know. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. No idea. That Really, there's not a lot circulating. I mean, you can kind of uh, make your assumptions. Um, you know, they're listing it as a medical issue, emergency. medical emergency, whatever you want to call Ryan it. Ryan Kelly has called it a medical emergency every time I've heard him say it. Medical emergency. So, uh, seems like for the time being, you know, you're just going to have to kind of accept the fact that Greg Brooks is not around. Um, yeah. So, yeah. and, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's a bad, I mean, it, it, as far as bad thing, like on him, um, you know, because they, they have been very vocal about how you know they were playing for Greg Brooks and things like right, that. Right, right. So, something's um, happened. Something's happened. Yeah. So I don't want to, you know, poke at the bear or assume yeah. anything like that. But BK also um, said it was like a family issue too. So I, I really don't know what to make of correct. it. Correct. But so you know, prayers, prayers for Greg Brooks and, and him and his family. Whatever yeah. is going on, hopefully it's we'll respect nothing. his privacy. For sure. We'll respect his privacy. Hopefully it's nothing, you know, super, super serious that, that, you know, is, I don't know. But anyways, we'll, we'll continue to monitor that and wish him and his family the best of luck with whatever situation they're dealing with. Um, Omar Spates, I, I would kind of expect, I think we're going to see him back. Maybe we're going to find out here in a couple of days, you know, the injury report, obviously Mason Taylor. So a couple of days we're going to find out what the status is of Mason Taylor and Omar Spates. Um, and then we'll, you know, obviously begin to preview the Arkansas game on Friday. Yeah. Reagan, I'm trying to get my buddy old Pit Dog in here. Uh, Pit, Pit Dog. Dog. Yeah, uh, Pit Dog is a massive, massive Arkansas fan. Uh, he also is part of the reason – I would say he is part of the inspiration for Tigers Avenue because – uh, him and I back in college, we had a radio show that we called Co-Pro. Uh, yeah. We covered college. We call it, We covered college and professional sports on an actual radio broadcast uh, that we did, um, and we had a lot of fun with that. Me and him loved doing that show. Um, we loved talking LSU. Loved talking the Hogs. And I know he is a really big Hog fan. I know he he follows uh, Arkansas very closely. So. I'm working on having him uh, join us uh, on Friday for the show to preview LSU Arkansas. I know he'll be also very knowledgeable um, 
uh, of Arkansas, the Arkansas football team. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully we can pull off having him on the show and uh, yeah. reviewing that game. So, uh, Reagan, I think that's all I got for tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate all you. Not to give way. My head's yeah. <laughs> probably going to take me some sort of Benadryl and knock out. There you go. There you go. All right, guys, it's been a, a great show uh, here tonight, recapping everything uh, from this past weekend. Uh, really, really impressive win from the Tigers. Uh, this uh, coming uh, Friday, we will preview uh, the Hogs and uh, the Tigers. Nighttime kickoff in Death Valley. I'm so pumped. Yes, uh, opening SEC, SEC home opener at night uh, in the Valley. Really excited for it. Uh, we hope to see you uh, in the next show as we preview that. Appreciate it, guys, uh, and all your interaction. Ryan, you've been uh, awesome. You've been in here commenting the whole time. Appreciate you as well. We'll catch you RP next time. Yeah, yeah, RP was there too. I don't know if we saw Tyler tonight. Tyler wasn't there tonight. But Leslie was okay. in here. Appreciate Leslie being in here. I'm sure Tyler will watch later. Um, Kern Dog. <laughs> Kern Dog. Appreciate him joining us as well. Kern Dog. All right, guys. We'll see you next time here on the Tigers Avenue. Five Star here. Take us out. Peace.